0: What's going on everybody? Welcome back to the Hardworking Happy Hour. I am Sean.
1: And I'm Catherine. And as always, we will be getting into all things trades, entrepreneurship, and turning your creativity into a passion career. All right.
0: And uh, this week we're going to be talking about some networking events, industry yeah. events, trade shows, all that kind of stuff, because we've been doing a lot of that recently. Yes. A lot of them happen, you know, fall over winter and uh we've been doing a lot of them we get a lot of value out of them so mm-hmm. we're just going to talk about you know why it's important to go to these kind of things what you can learn and um and how you can network outside of those events with other people yeah but before we get into that let's uh talk about what we're drinking here oh yeah what do we got
1: well um this is a canned paloma yeah <laughs> <laughs> We weren't quite feeling up to mixing drinks today, so... Which we wanna, we'll get into, because yeah, well, <laughs> it's been a really, really,
0: really long week. Um, it's been a long week. We will touch on why we are <clears throat> just kind of... We're faking it a little bit with just canned beverages today. Yeah. and not well, We're not only, faking it. They're here. They're here, but, we you know... We just kind of yeah phoned it in. Not only is it the second time having Palomas in <laughs> nine episodes, but now <laughs> we're going straight to cans. Yeah. But, uh...
1: This is really turning into a tequila podcast. We need to represent some other Oh, that's delicious choices.
0: though. Is it? Yeah, I like it. Grapefruit lime. It's really good. So, mm. this past week was the Decorators Pro Summit out in uh, outside of Phoenix, Arizona, and initially we were both supposed to go. Yep. Yeah. Tuesday to Friday. Uh, I was a little bit sick about a week and a half ago. Um, I probably got Catherine sick working in a van together and she lost her voice the day before we were supposed to go. Yes. And you were going to, you were going to try to fight through it. See how you felt at three in the morning before we had to leave for the airport. And yeah, what did you sound like?
1: Um, the crypt keeper.
0: (laughs) Yeah, you kind of (laughs) did. Um, I, go ahead.
1: I don't, well, it was, uh, yeah, it was a real game time decision and I really wanted to go because this trip sounded so fun and it's a bunch of people, well, was like a lot of people that I've met before that I enjoy and then another, like on the other hand, there's a lot of people that I didn't know. So I really wanted yeah. to go. Um, but and I took, you know, I was taking COVID tests and I was, I was clear and I was fine and I was like, this is just a regular illness. Yep. Um, And at first it was just that, it was just that I lost my voice. But then
0: you got, you got kind of sick.
1: Then I got pretty sick and I was sick all week. So I still sound a little bit crazy, but not definitely not where I was. Yeah,
0: definitely not where you were. <laughs> and if it wasn't for, you know, all the COVID stuff, you probably would have just went. Yeah. Which probably wouldn't have ended up being a good idea, but No. If you if you appear to have any symptoms even if, you know, you've been tested and all that kind of stuff, people are just going to look at you funny like, "Why? Yeah. Why are you here?" That's you what don't I just, sound right. I kept
1: envisioning that like we would like when I was making my decision, I was like, we're going to go to check into this flight yeah. and the person's going to be like, whoa, whoa, whoa. And I'll be like, no, it's fine. Yeah. This is what I always sound
0: like. Yeah. Um,
1: so I didn't want to get anybody sick. I yeah. played it safe and it was it was for the best.
0: It was. Um, but I am
1: sad that I missed it because it sounded like I don't know if it was fun. for
0: the best. You should have just not got sick in the first place because it was awesome. <laughs> it was really, right. really fun. I don't know what you were thinking by getting sick, uh, but <laughs> mistake. I know. <laughs> so, this this event that we went to was the Decorators Pro Summit, and it's really cool because it's the top 10 uh, volume builders in the country that are decorator Certified Pros, and then they also invite a couple other people that just kind of stand out for whatever reason that offer a different perspective. So, um, Scott mm-hmm. Kelly, who is pretty much a one-man show in Colorado, um, Ryan LeBlanc, who has uh maybe one or two crews uh in Oregon and then also me uh so it's cool that they kind of value other people than just those super high volume builders that buy the most of their product so yeah um it's interesting to get a lot of different perspectives on business and and just how you do things so we had uh i guess total there was probably like thirty people there total and it was at a dude ranch in Arizona and it was uh it was a lot of fun. Did some trap shooting, some horseback riding, yeah, some golf. You don't like <laughs> horses didn't. or anything I know, like that. You yeah. wouldn't have had fun. I, I don't
1: like riding horses at all. Yeah. That doesn't sound exactly like what I would want to do. Yeah. So <laughs>
0: So we did that. We also were at the Techoblock summit the week before. Next week we are going to IBS in Orlando not the irritable bowel syndrome (laughs) show. It is the international builder show. So we're doing a lot of these and they just so happen to all line up like three weeks in a row. So we wanted to talk about kind of what, what we get out of it. And I think there's a lot that can be gained just from going to these different events, whether it's a really huge show like IBS or it's something a little bit smaller and more local, like the various tech O'Block shows. Um, It's really cool.
1: Yeah, it is. And it's like when I first obviously got into this industry, I had a lot to learn and I feel like Deck Expo was my first trade show and I just learned so much and just, it's just so refreshing to talk to other people in the industry and just hear, you know, you don't know everything, even though you might think you do, you do not. So it's so nice to talk to other people and get their perspective or learn new tips and tricks or Yeah, learn about new kinds of stuff tools or whatever. Yeah. I remember we had like a half an hour conversation with a guy about like different screw technology that's happening. And I'm like, (laughs) who would have thought people are still innovating on screws? That's incredible. And this man is so passionate about it.
0: He was. (laughs) I do remember that. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So like a trade show like that, there's, you know, different products that you can see and you can learn about. There are um, different like educational things that you can enroll in and do classes Uh, Mm -hmm. either on the trade side or on the business end of it. There's all kinds of presentations. But at least for me, I think the most value is just through hanging out, talking with other people in the trades and just kind of going into it and, you know, not really having any preconceived ideas of what you're trying to get out of it. But just through that organic networking and conversation, that's where I pull the biggest amount of value at any of these events,
1: yeah, oh, absolutely.
0: So, a lot of them will have uh, sponsored events where it's at a at a bar or a a place for dinner, and it's just a bunch of people. And most of the people that are there are are there to do the same thing—to network, to learn from other people. So, everybody's mm-hmm. sharing stuff about their business or building techniques, and everybody's kind of on the same page. Nobody's trying to really hide every hide anything from anybody everyone's trying to help each other out and that's where I've always found really the most value, um, with any of these shows.
1: Yeah. Oh, absolutely.
0: So yeah. I mean, what was it like for you? Your, your very first, uh, building trade event at deck expo, which it was Mm -hmm. a pretty cool show. Um, you know, what was, what was like the biggest thing for you to, just like fully immerse yourself in the industry was it um seeing all the products was it talking to people was it meeting you know people that we deal with uh on the administrative side like from some of the companies that we work with what was it
1: yeah um i i feel like it was like a mix of everything it was so um it's really an experience that you can throw yourself into and i feel like we definitely did we did Like, I feel like we slept like two hours each night. Like we were doing stuff and meeting people and talking to people. So, um, it was great to meet all those people. And I feel like I learned a ton from everyone that I met. Um, and it was great to see the product demonstrations because a lot of the stuff is innovative and people are doing things differently. And I think when you are a builder or in the trades, you can kind of get used to doing things your own way and not really think to do, you know, you're just like, okay, I do this every day. I do the same thing every day without um, kind of putting yourself out there and trying to find something new. So it is kind of interesting to see the new products and have people present them. Yeah. Um, but I think it's just so, like, it's, it's to me, I feel like trade shows or any kind of, like, industry event is just, like, a refresher to see how passionate people are about, like, what they're doing, whether they're selling you a product or they're there to learn or whatever. It's just so nice to have that refreshing like, it can feel isolating to have your business and you just, you know, you have your company and you just, you're grinding, your work and you're working, you're doing your thing. But then if you go see all these other people that are just equally as passionate about what they're doing, it's like a refreshing experience. And then you can kind of take that home and... um,
0: just get fired up about just, it. Yeah, just, yeah. it's
1: like a new, it's, I don't know, I feel like those are always like a recharge because it's just...
0: I agree. Nice to see. Yeah, that's like, it's not, it doesn't have to be something super concrete that you pull out of these shows or your conversations with people it can really just Mm -hmm. be like a sense of like getting reinvigorated about your business and getting excited about it again because just being on site or in the office or whatever you're doing in your business every day can get no matter how exciting it is it can get kind of monotonous and you can kind of almost just be like going through the motions and that's where you miss things like new innovations, new products. You're just so busy doing what you do all the time that, you know, it can kind of feel just not necessarily boring, but it can get a little bit monotonous. And like you said, going to these events and talking to everybody else and how passionate they are, it just, it, it's definitely a recharge. And I think, I think that's cool because there, there is something about it. That's just, um, it's hard to say exact things that I've pulled from these shows that have been super useful. But, um, my overall sense when I get back from it is like, wow, that was awesome. I feel like it impacted my business mm-hmm. and it is just kind of that, that vague feeling of being excited about it again.
1: Yeah. And I think that it's, it's also a good reminder to like maintain these relationships with other companies. Cause you see like with social media and everything you see what these other people are doing but then you get to go meet them in real life and you can you know these are the people that are keeping the industry fresh and bringing new ideas and um like whether it's new designs or new techniques or whatever it's just kind of nice to go like maintain those relationships and see these people in person yeah and kind of get reinvigorated to you know level up your business too be like okay well I want to be one of these industry movers too
0: yeah and it's it's a good point because we know so many people through social media, and mm-hmm. you know, you kind of talk and interact a little bit. But once you can finally meet them in person, it puts another dimension to that relationship where you can, you know, get closer with that person and really start to like bounce ideas off of them. And especially networking in person more, you know, you kind of gravitate towards certain people, and then you're not only just talking with them at a show or an event. But you can continue that relationship, you know, maybe exchange numbers if you really have a lot in common with somebody, you can, um, you know, kind of like almost mentor each other on an ongoing basis. And it's a great place to meet people that have the same struggles in their business. And, you know, you can gain a friend and a mentor and all of that kind of stuff.
1: Yeah, I think that's a good reminder to not um, view it as what is the saying? Uh, compi- competition over,
0: uh, cooperation, cooperation, cooperation over <laughs> competition. competition.
1: Yeah. It's a good reminder that these people aren't your enemies. They're like, they're your peers. You should yeah. be able to bounce ideas off of these other business owners or trades people and yeah. use it to your advantage and have them use it to their advantage.
0: Yeah. And most of the time, uh, at a national level show like IBS, you know, most of the people aren't going to be in your exact area. So it's definitely not competitive, but even for local shows, I always think, like if you're, uh, if you're somebody that's really trying to do quality work and um, run like a legit business, I think it's great to network and communicate with other people that are doing that same thing. Like those people aren't your competition. The people that are your competition are the people that are just, you know, don't have insurance, that are just throwing things together, undercutting your bids, and are bad, giving a bad reputation to. All contractors in your market. So, yeah, I think it's important to to especially network with people locally that are trying to kind of lift up the industry and figure out ways that all of you together can separate yourself from these people that come in and undercut and underbid, um, underperform on a job, and you know a lot of times don't have insurance or anything like that. So, yeah, um, you can't really compete with them.
1: That just this is a tangent, but that just recently happened in
0: yeah in riverton yeah that was crazy Our town
1: right next to us somebody stole seventy five thousand dollars. yeah which as soon as i saw that and since my husband is a carpenter that does like basically the same thing that that person was doing i was like oh no this is going to be like now everyone's going to be
0: everyone's going to be all uptight all, about all squirrelly
1: about hiring yeah. contractors which is a shame it is there are those people out there
0: it it just it's amazing that 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 could cuz apparently he had done this before um yeah, he I don't, started doing it again
1: how do people do that how do they keep doing it um and what like what's i guess if you can keep doing it then that's your end game but like what's the end game with that
0: uh i don't know if there really is one but it's it's really it's crazy that he took $75,000 up front from a client and didn't perform any work whatsoever yeah um and Apparently he had done this a couple times before and apparently once if you do some of the work, like no matter how small it is, it's really hard to um, to like prosecute the contractor. If they've done any of the work because they haven't collected all the money, they haven't done all the work, but they've done some work. So that's mm-hmm. when it gets complicated and they yeah. can't charge them with certain things. But this guy this time just took 75 grand, didn't do anything and actually started up a new business. He'd probably done that to so many other people, but... Yeah. Um,
1: and he I'm, went to, like, Atlantic City and gambled it all away or something, right?
0: Yeah. <laughs> yep. And that's another reason it's super important to be out there, be on social media. Yeah. I bet you couldn't find his face on the internet until now. Until
1: it was his mug shot.
0: Yep. <laughs> so, don't be like that. <laughs> um, You Makes know what's it. really kind of the flip side of that. So I met somebody at the pro summit that doesn't take deposits and doesn't get paid until the job is done. Whoa. He doesn't take any money. And
1: oh, that's interesting.
0: It's, it's crazy. He's down in Texas and has uh, he ever gotten burned? He said he hasn't. So he's built his business in a way. Now they're not doing projects. Uh, they might be doing some really big projects, but most of them, are jobs that they can do in like a week or less. You know, he's, Mm -hmm. he's doing, you know, stuff that's maybe a little bit more simple or one dimensional. Um, so they can get in and out pretty quickly and he hasn't had a problem getting paid so far and he's doing a lot, a lot of jobs. I think he said he did 237 jobs this year, Wow, which is a lot. But I was like, wow, that's so interesting I would never do that, <laughs> but because if one person burned us and didn't pay us at all, we wouldn't make any money for the entire year because we're only doing like eight jobs. But it's it's an interesting way of doing it because imagine you're going to sell a job to somebody and you're like, yeah, this is the price and you don't pay any of it until we're 100% done. It's just crazy. Yeah, And it's working for them, so I thought it was really interesting. I'm not necessarily an advocate for that.
1: Yeah, that's Concept, really interesting. I thought like, it was you're not fascinating. a bank. You're not a bank. It's not your job yeah. to like upfront buy all this material out of your own pocket and then hope somebody pays you at the end.
0: Yeah. So That's
1: very interesting.
0: It was extremely interesting and it sounds like it's working out really well for him. He hasn't gotten burned and it's a great sales pitch in the beginning that, hey, we're gonna do the job and Yeah, you know. You know, they they have contracts and everything obviously, so he could sue the person if they ended up not paying but i i also thought that that was just really cool that anybody out there was doing that especially something like a deck which is very material heavy yeah the boards are not cheap and um but it's working out for him so good for him yeah great for him
1: that's that's good branding as it is as a plug back to our branding episode yeah That, that is good branding
0: it's it's great branding so um yeah, I thought that was that was pretty interesting, but let's get hmm. into. We put this question out on uh, on the Premier Outdoor Instagram and also the Hardworking Happy Hour Instagram, and uh, people chimed in with some different things that they get out of trade shows and industry events. So let's let's pull up. Let's see what we mm-hmm. got here. Yeah. Um. All right. Let's see. All right. So Spaces Design and Build said the encouragement.
1: Mm, Yeah, that's kind of like what we said, like
0: uh, like kind of the kind of reinvigorating that excitement is kind of like, you know, yeah, can be really encouraging Um, because it's also a place where, you know, you're not going to meet this many people that can relate to your specific issues and problems other than an industry event like people in your family or people that you're friends with. A lot of them aren't going through the same issues and problems, so Like you said, it can feel very isolating and you go to these events, you talk to all these people that are having the same issues and you do feel that, that bit of encouragement, which is awesome.
1: Yeah. And I feel like a mentality that I've always had is when I feel like I can't do something or if like I've like hit some sort of roadblock, I'm like, if somebody else has done this, then it is possible. So if you have like these roadblocks in your business and you're like, I just don't know what to do or like, you know. I need help in this one area. And then you go to these industry events and you meet people that like are aspirational. It's nice to have that too. Like, yeah. Oh, that Definitely. person did it. I can do it.
0: Yeah. I think anybody can do anything that they set their mind to.
1: <laughs> yeah. Same,
0: but you're going to have to work hard and it is, I mean, expect failure along the way, but you can also avoid some of those failures by getting advice from somebody that went through a similar growth or, or yeah. whatever.
1: Or it's just you, you're you not going to be able to think of every single idea on your own. Like, it's so good yep. to have, like, a hive mind situation where you're like, I never even thought of that. That, like, that's a great idea. Yeah. So.
0: Hive mind. I like that concept. Yeah. Like a beehive. Yeah. Yeah.
1: We're all in this trades beehive together.
0: Except for the queen. They so are.
1: They're Well, they're in there.
0: They're in there, but they're they're doing their own thing. Who's the
1: queen? <laughs> Who do you think the queen is?
0: I don't know. I'd say queen probably the me. Trades. You? No, I don't think so. <laughs> um, all right, let's let's read a couple more of these. Um, just talking shop about uh, products and your process with other like-minded people. That's from Strathcona Exteriors. Uh, that's something that we kind of touched on. You know, people that have been through the same thing are going to have advice for you, and you can kind of bounce ideas off of each other. Which which is another cool thing about these shows. Yeah um let's see what else we got so northern lawns and landscape says finding people that specialize in areas you lack in example Ooh. landscape lighting sprinklers that's um that's something that we haven't really touched on too much yet yeah kind of looking for somebody that does the opposite of what you do
1: that is great because I feel like like for us, people are always like, because we don't do pools right now. People are constantly like, "Well, who do you recommend? Who do you recommend?" And we're like, "Well, it's like, it's hard to recommend somebody without like,
0: really, really them, like yeah.
1: feeling confident about that yeah. recommendation." But this is a great place to meet people. Yeah, and those those shows are like, you'll meet They're, everybody, and
0: for sure, you can and really
1: follow people, and
0: and you can either like partner up with somebody that does a complimentary thing to what you do Mm -hmm. um, like a pool installation and a lot of pool companies, they just want to do the pool and then get out of there. So you can refer them to pools. They can refer you all the other stuff. Yeah. Um, The other way is maybe that pool company wants to get more into the, entire backyard with hardscaping and and decks and all that kind of stuff and you want to get into pools you can meet somebody and kind of teach each other different tricks from either side of it and both level up in your business yeah which is pretty cool
1: oh one thing what I just thought of we were just at the techo showcase yeah um, which was a low they do a ton of them all over the place and they're all like very locally based um, but and we went to two of them and the last one they had tech schools there.
0: They did. That was yeah. an amazing
1: idea. They should somebody should do that more. That was amazing to see.
0: It really was and I thought it it was really cool. I'd never seen a tech school go to one of these as a field trip before. Mm-mm. Um but it's it's probably really cool for them to kind of see what one of these industry events is like yeah before really and it's, getting it's kind into of, it
1: yeah it's kind of a way to get excited about it too it's like that yeah. adds a level of excitement it's not just yeah just you know out, you, it's I'm not just out the grind work
0: learning or, these learning a trade huh, yeah forever.
1: when you're just learning it at school it's probably like oh, it's just school work but if you get to go to these events it's like yeah oh these are real people that really have made a life out of it and you can find you, you can follow people and see yeah. what their journeys are like or
0: yeah and get inspired by like being up and close and up close and personal with some of like the industry leaders that yeah that are at these shows. So yeah, I thought that was I thought that was really cool to I see. Too. I love um, that. I wish you would see that more often.
1: Yeah, they should do that. I don't know how we get in touch with tech schools, but we should we, we'll suggest we'll, that. Yeah. we'll write we'll we'll some letters. Some. Yeah, for
0: sure, <laughs> for sure. So that that is a, a really another really good thing of finding somebody that does something that is something that is not your strong suit and you can either help each other or refer to each other. So, um,
1: yeah. And I feel like when you're in school, it's like everything feels so ambiguous. That really puts like a, like a real vision to yeah what your path could be.
0: For sure. Um, we got a lot of responses just saying, um, looking for better ways of doing things, discovering tools and machines, um, tools are, are a really good one because tools are always innovating and there's always, somebody's trying to come out with something new that's going to speed up something that you probably do every day. Yeah. So it's really good to just go there and, you know, see it in person. You can try it out. Yeah. And we've, we've bought quite a few tools at trade shows because you see it, you get to test it and usually they'll have like a discounted rate at the show and, uh, yeah. It's just a good way to find little efficiency, productivity tools that are going to shave a little bit of time off of something that you do a lot of, yeah. which um, which can be a, a game changer.
1: And you can ask questions too, which I think is huge because if, you know, somebody might see us using some sort of tool on Instagram and then they're like, okay, I'm going to order that. And then they get it and they're like, I don't really know. Yeah. Like I, obviously like people know how to use like circular saws and that kind of stuff. I'm talking about that, but I'm talking about... um. I always forget the name of it. The water leveler. Oh, uh, the zip level. thing. Yeah. yeah. People probably see that and they're like, oh, that thing is so cool. I'll order it. But then you don't really know how to use it. But when we went to Deck Expo, yeah. that was another thing. I sat and listened to that guy for a really long time. And I feel like I know the ins and the outs of yeah, that version of it that we don't have. But
0: Yeah, no, it was pretty cool. Um, we didn't end up ordering one of those because we have a different one. But that one did have some really cool uh, features to it. Like kind of taking a a regular altimeter, which is an elevation tool. You can figure out, you know, how much higher is this from your base point. Mm-hmm. And that one was kind of integrated with an app that would sketch out the elevation of like a whole yard for you and you yeah. can import it into a design software. So um, that was kind of like the, the next level of what we have, which was pretty cool.
1: Yeah. And wouldn't it was have seen really it cool, really and it if,
0: unless we were there.
1: Yeah. And I feel like it would be very difficult to just buy it and learn on your own, but if you have somebody telling you, yeah, I mean, I'm sure there's like YouTube videos and stuff on it too, but there's always value in being able to ask questions.
0: For sure. For sure. So we got a lot of other ones just saying learning something new, uh, different business approaches, depending on location and size. A lot of different stuff like that, which kind of just kind of reflects on what we've already talked about a little bit. But This week coming up, we're going to the biggest, the biggest building show in the industry, the International Builders Show. Last time I went, it was in Las Vegas, and I think there's like a few hundred thousand people that go to this. I'm not totally sure. There's a lot. It's like (laughs) so many. (laughs) It's insane. This year it is in Orlando. Um what are you most excited for?
1: Oh. Um, I mean, I'm excited about everything. I love I love these things. I love meeting people. And um, I feel like since I've kind of been on this women in construction journey, I've been following a lot more women that are going to this. And I'm excited to kind of meet specifically women in construction just to pick their brains. And yeah. um, it seems like there is like a little bit of a community around that. So I, I can't wait to kind of just wrap with them and see what their thoughts are.
0: Yeah. Um I wonder if I'll be welcome to go to any of those events, or I will be excluded.
1: No, part of part of making the workplace more inclusive is bringing men into these conversations. Yeah, I think I I think think men aren't
0: represented enough in the trades. (laughs) you are right. Yeah, (laughs) Um, yeah, I'm I'm super excited because it's you see everything from every industry. each industry is represented really well, but um, yeah. you can also... The thing I loved about it last time was you have all of these different products and a lot of them would never advertise to your specific trade because they're meant for something else. But then you go to a show like this and you're just walking around and I found so many different like products and uh, just like different cool design stuff that we could pull from either like the kitchen and bath industry or, or anything. There was just so much different stuff that I looked at would have never seen it anywhere else and thought, wow, that's actually super cool. And I could use this on a, a pergola or a privacy wall. There was just so many things like that that I would have never seen. Yeah. And the other really cool thing is they put a lot of work and money into these booths mm-hmm. and They have professional designers design them. And so you can get a lot of just cool design ideas, whether it's with that product or, you know, you can mimic it with something else, but there's just so many really, really well put together booths that have just amazing design ideas. And I remember in Vegas, I took pictures of probably a hundred different booths because they had Mm -hmm. this one really cool little detail and, It's just that that inspiration was a really cool part of it. So,
1: yeah, that's kind of like the the you don't know what you don't know situation where it's just you're you have no idea these things are out there. But if you put yourself in a situation like that, then it's like a lot of knowledge. It's all of the best things in the industry in one place. Yeah, I can't wait. I think it's going to be it's going to be great.
0: It's going to be amazing.
1: I can I just can't wait to see how big it is. It sounds like it's just this like mega <laughs> mega event.
0: The only um so when I was in Phoenix at this event, there was a couple of people that have been to it when it's in Orlando mm. and they would not stop talking about how it's terrible when it's in Orlando. Oh because, why? Like Orlando's not a big enough city to accommodate a humongous show like this, so they said like the traffic is, like, insanely bad. Oh. Um, but we're well, staying really sticks. close by, right?
1: Uh, Yeah, pretty close by.
0: How close is it?
1: I think it's, like, a mile down the road.
0: Okay, so we but can walk was, it, if necessary. It, yes, yeah, we can okay. walk. Because... Um,
1: it seems like we're, where we are is walkable.
0: Okay. Yeah, if we put our mind to it, we definitely We'll be fine.
1: Can. We'll be, everything's fine.
0: Yeah, <laughs> everything's totally <laughs> fine. Yeah. Um,
1: that's interesting to hear that about about Orlando. Though it's such I a know. touristy town, I would think that it was like they have this kind of stuff. Well, I think it's out. like
0: you already have the Disney World stuff going on. Then you pop this biggest trade show in this industry right in the center of town. That it's just it's nuts.
1: So where did you see it before Vegas? Yeah, and they're what more well equipped?
0: Yeah, Vegas is like you don't. The town in general doesn't seem like more packed or anything like that. Huh. This is just come coming from secondhand accounts, and I was like, I don't need this negativity right yeah. now. Like I'm looking forward to it. It's <laughs> going to be a great time, and we're also going to bring all of our podcast equipment.
1: Yes, we are.
0: We don't know who we're going to get on it, but we're going to find <laughs> people and say, we want you to be on our podcast. We have we're talking to a couple people, and uh, we really want to. If we do have guests on the show, we want to do it in person because we feel yeah. like it's a better way to just have like an organic conversation. And that's absolutely that's really all we're trying to do. We're not trying to stick to a script and, um, you know, like like really have this regimented because just like the trade shows, I think the best pieces of insight come from just organic conversation. Yeah. Don't you agree?
1: I totally agree, and I think it's going to be great. I think uh, we're not – we don't really have too much of a plan to go down there, and I think that that's – going to it's th- going to be good. Yeah, that <laughs>
0: means the possibilities are completely endless. <laughs> the possibilities endless. are endless. Yeah. We don't like to limit ourselves by coming up with an itinerary because then you might miss out on the best thing. Exactly. We have nothing but free time in Orlando to just get the most out of this show. Yeah. And if anybody else is going – let us know. know. This will come out tomorrow, which is Monday. and We're leaving Tuesday, which is Tuesday.
1: <laughs> the day after Monday.
0: Yep. As <laughs> usual. <laughs> so, and we'll be
1: there until Thursday. So there's plenty of time for people to listen to the podcast and then yeah. hit us up if they're there.
0: Hit us up if you're there. Uh, yeah. So hopefully we're going to have in the next week, two weeks, I don't know. We'll see how many guests we get on the podcast, but hopefully... We'll have some really exciting guests uh, that we network with. Yeah. And we invite onto our podcast. Yeah. Like, we'll just say, hey, would you want to be on our podcast? And they're like, yeah, that'd be awesome. And we're like, all right, let's go right now. (laughs) We have this stuff set up right now.
1: We're going to have to think about, we will have to do some planning around that because I feel like if we're just like, hey, do you want to come on our podcast? You have to come back to our hotel room. It might be a little.
0: (laughs) It might be weird. That
1: might be a little awkward conversation to have, but.
0: I think we can maybe see if, like, the hotel has, like, a little conference room. We could just do it right in the lobby. I don't know. We could do it at Disney World. We'll this figure is that out. all
1: very impromptu. Yeah. We can do it on a roller coaster at Universal Studios. Yeah. I think that's right there, right?
0: I th- I don't know. I haven't <laughs> looked into, like, where the show is. We booked the tickets. We're going.
1: <laughs> we will be there, and that's all we know.
0: That's all we know. We don't know what we're going to do exactly, but we're going to network.
1: We are gonna network. That's The
0: best thing about these shows. Any closing closing remarks for us? What do you got?
1: Um, let's see. <laughs> I know we were we had discussed like ending um, each episode by asking each other questions. Yeah. Do you have any questions?
0: <laughs> Did you think of one for me?
1: I can. I can.
0: You can come up with one. Yeah. Just right something. Off the rip. Something's
1: gonna pop into my brain. I just know it. Okay. Do you have anything?
0: <laughs> I don't know. I didn't. I wasn't prepared. So.
1: All right, okay, I have a good one.
0: You do? Okay.
1: So networking is something that you are very good at because you are a kind of person that can talk to, like, literally anybody about anything, and you've always been that way. But a lot of people find networking very difficult because they're more, like, shy or reserved or they just don't know how to, like, initiate conversation organically. Do you have any, like, tips for people that, Uh, like, how to start that conversation?
0: That is such a good question because (laughs) I... M A what you would call social butterfly. Yeah, you're a natural I, I you're need a natural to spread networker. My wings. <laughs> Anytime I'm at these events, whether people want to talk to me or not, I'm going to talk to you. <laughs> um But ah, that that is a really good question because there are a lot of people that um like so especially like one thing, like if people see me there, like sometimes people are like just because we have like a couple followers on Instagram and YouTube, people like or like, oh, I don't, you know, I'm like nervous or whatever. And I felt that way like years ago when I went to my first shows, like people that were killing it and, you know, I look at them as like this celebrity in my little world. And mm-hmm. then you like go out of your way and you talk to them and they're just like, they don't think that that much of themselves. And like in our very super specific industry, a lot of people are familiar with our stuff, but like, Mm -hmm. we're pretty, pretty down to earth. We're not like (laughs) really, we're, we know that we're not that cool or important. So like (laughs) if you see us or anybody else that is, is, you know, somebody that you follow that you've ever talked to everyone that I've ever talked to at these shows is extremely nice, extremely, you know, willing to talk to anybody. And, um, I don't really know anybody in in the industry that like really toots their own horn that much. That wouldn't be super super nice. Yeah. But um, you know, just get you know get out of your comfort zone a little bit. Get yeah. out of your comfort zone and take you'll this be as, amazed. As,
1: as an opportunity to say hello. Just go say yeah. hi.
0: Yeah. Exactly. Conversation and, will
1: come. Just go say hi.
0: You know, ask people questions about them. Don't go in and say, hey, I'm so-and-so and, and, you know, we do this and that. You know, introduce yourself. But um, I think that's the only time people get kind of annoyed with other people, whether it's at a trade show or it's just like, you know, you meet them at some sort of social function, like the people that just talk about themselves the whole time. Yeah. Don't be that kind of person.
1: Yeah. That's a good idea. Or also maybe like don't be too attached to the outcome, like if, um, like if... The outcome of the conversation necessarily like if you're trying to be like oh I want to talk to that person because I want x y and z out of them like maybe yeah. don't do that just be like I want to go have this conversation with this person maybe I'll learn something
0: yeah and what's the worst thing that can happen they ignore you I always say it's better to talk and be ignored than to have not talked at all <laughs> isn't that saying Sean
1: Collins is that is that a real saying or is that you
0: it's kind of like it's better to have loved and lost than yeah. never <laughs> <laughs> which is probably from like a Whitney Houston or Celine Dion song.
1: Oh, maybe
0: it fits their brand. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> so don't be afraid to talk to people. If somebody like, I mean, there's jerks everywhere, but like every, almost every single person I've ever talked to at these events is just like super, super down to earth, like looking to network, whether it's somebody that like you follow and maybe you look up to, or it's just somebody that's in the same situation as you. Just get out of your comfort zone. Go talk to some people. That's what you're there for, yeah. and uh, a lot of times you can have a lot of value to give them as well. So yeah, don't don't short sell yourself.
1: Don't short sell yourself. Yeah. Also, be mindful of people's time <laughs> because sometimes I feel like people come and talk to us, and the well, not me, but you, and they're like, they are talking for an hour, and you're like, we got, yeah, we got things to do.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, don't be too concerned about that. If I really have somewhere to go and you're talking too much, I'll just say, hey, loving this conversation. Let's pick it up later. But I got to I got to run.
1: You're much kinder than me. Let's <laughs> wrap it up. All right. So, yeah,
0: if you see us at IBS, talk to me. Talk don't to talk Sean. to Catherine. So I'll just be looking at I a watch a the timer. whole time. Like, I have
1: a timer. We got things right, to do. All right. We
0: got to go. I don't, I don't believe that to be true. Um,
1: <laughs> that did just make me sound like way more of a jerk. I'm not a jerk. Yeah. But I am, set. like, sometimes I do, I you know, you'll see a conversation happening and you're like, that's going on too long. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm again. not a jerk. I'm just.
0: Uh. Don't approach Catherine. Just, you can talk to me and yeah. that'll be better. All right. So I came up with a question for you now.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: The best part of these events is obviously networking. Yep. But the most value that you get from those relationships is just through continued conversation with people. So what do you do to, you know, meet somebody, make a connection, and then not only decide whether you want to stay in touch with them, but what do you think the best way to either collect business cards or or whatever so that once you get home and you're back to your regular life that you don't forget all the different people that you had conversations with and you can really kind of be conscious of staying in touch with them to – have a deeper relationship and really in the long run gain more value from their friendship and relationship.
1: Yeah. That's a great question. Um, that is very true. The value is definitely in, in furthering those relationships of these people that you meet. Um, and I guess it, it, you need to like categorize where you want the relationship to be. Like, is this a strictly business thing? Are we going to be working together in the future? Um, is it just friendly? Like, are we going to follow each other on Instagram and maybe DM a little bit? Um, I think the, I I feel like business cards are so dead. I'm so over business cards. Like, yeah, I feel like the future is QR codes. And I felt like that was really helpful. And I've, when we were at Dex, Deck Expo and I just whipped out my QR code on my phone and said, scan this. And then you have all my information. Yeah. People's minds were blown.
0: I know. Especially like the <laughs> dinosaurs of the industry. <laughs> What? <laughs> what? How did you? Did, what, did you just hack my phone? You just put your information in here?
1: Yeah. So, so I think that that's like the best way.
0: Yeah, maybe, you know, like somebody that's there in a very professional setting, like somebody that's working for one of the exhibitors or something, they'll probably have something like a business card that they can give you. Yeah. But, you know, if you're just kind of chopping it up with somebody, talking shop, and you just have a lot in common and. You know you're getting along more on that personal level maybe you follow each other on instagram and then you know you can talk to other people and really like kind of identify one thing that you could both help each other with Mm -hmm. then you know maybe you go straight to cell phone number
1: yeah that's like a really advanced level if you're gonna give that's out your cell phone like,
0: number. Like uh, one of the most advanced levels of networking. So, <laughs> don't beat yourself up if you don't pull any digits at <laughs> one of these trade shows. Like it's not common. So, don't beat yourself up and say, "Oh, I'm a loser. I didn't get anybody's phone number." Yeah. You know, getting an IG handle and a follow back is, is something oh, to hang your hat on. That is, on. yeah, that's so, great.
1: A follow back, everything. Yeah. That's, that that the is whole good. Nine. Yeah.
0: Well, I think that we have uh, networked enough about networking, and you know we're really excited to uh, to go to IBS next week, and yeah, hopefully, we can't wait
1: to meet some more people.
0: Yeah, hopefully we network really well enough to pull some great guests on our podcast.
1: Yeah, so and I, I think we've got some good, some good things planned.
0: For oh, next yeah. week. Yep. We'll talk about <laughs> a couple our, surprises. Yep. We'll talk about it on the podcast later. <laughs> but we do have uh a guerrilla marketing campaign happening at the show.
1: So <laughs> it's gonna be fun.
0: It's gonna be great. But till next time, this has been the hardworking happy hour.
1: See you next week.